Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. It's a nice Friday. I think it is February the 23rd of the good year 2024. What a year it's been, huh? Been fabulous so far. I, again, got behind on doing these. So much information, so... I just don't know where to start with some of these, so forgive me if it's been almost a week. It's been a few days uh, since I did one of these. Uh, you know, I want to talk about somebody we haven't talked about in a long time. We're going to talk about them first. And it's one I used to mention on my podcast every single week. Good old Brittany Griner, the, the famous star basketball player. For the Phoenix Mercury, you know, the one we traded the merchant of death to Russia to get her back instead of a decorated Marine. Yeah, that one. Anyway, the, the and I still think that Brittany is not a biological female in any way, shape, or form. I could be wrong, but that's my opinion. That's what I do. But they recently decided to honor her, it, they, them, whatever, by retiring the jersey at Baylor University for this person. And I guess the congratulations are in order, but if you're a, really a female playing a dude sport, then you don't deserve the credit you've had. That will probably never come to be. It will never show itself. The video of, I don't know if it was generated or not, of, Shooting baskets with no shirt on sure look like a man to me, but is that realistic or is it something else? So anyway, but that's not the only one. It's not the only one. We had Leah Thomas. You know, we've had all these other athletes that want to play uh, women's sports that are biological men. Ain't great. Here's another uh, swimmer from Rampano College, uh, Ramapo, Ramapo College. Never heard of it, honestly. Uh, set school records in swimming. Here's another one. So, Title IX is it? Is it really? Is it? Does it mean anything? I don't think Title IX in sports, college sports, means a means a damn thing at this time. Because you can't tell me that somebody is that much, and this person is is probably a foot taller. Than the rest of the girls that are standing there, the actual girls, and it's just a built a built dude that says, "Hey, I'm a woman. I'm gonna throw a bra on and call myself a woman." I I don't know how the world you figure that's to be okay, but they still do, and it just keeps going on and on in, in women's sports with this. And the one guy, there was a basketball player the other day that was playing against another high school. And decided to start roughhousing these young ladies, this big brood of a dude, to where the other team had to forfeit because <laughs> he hurt enough of their players, they didn't have enough to continue. So that goes along, that goes back to like the Fallon Fox thing where he broke the, the women's skulls and all that shit. I mean, it's like Clown World. It really is. It's, it's Clown World in a place that used to be great and used to be equal for sports and all that good stuff. Not anymore. Not anymore because they're letting them get away with it all in the name of inclusion and diversity 
and the rest of that horse shit that we know. I mean, every day there's something about diversity and inclusion, right? Here we go to Minnesota. Great Minnesota. Minnesota. What a, what a great state that is. What a joke up there. What are you guys doing? You got Omar and you got all this other stuff, and now you got a trans, a transgender state representative named Leah Lee Finky, F-I-N-K-E. Well, she's demanding now that the state cements the rights of non-buried, non-binary, two-spirit individuals, intersex individuals. And you know what Minnesota's going to do? They're going to say, oh, okay. Okay, we're uh, libtardists. So we're just going to go along with this ridiculousness a little bit more. And, and Minnesota, you can almost do a whole episode every week on Minnesota. There was hundreds of signs, and this is crazy, hundreds, hundreds of signs, paintings, and poems that were left in Minneapolis to memorialize George Floyd. Do you remember that when George Floyd was fentanyled, when he fentanyled himself, how they did all this stuff? After he was killed by police in May of 2020, and now they put it on, they had this in Arizona State University Art Museum, they have all this as display as, as an exhibit. So this thug, metanol, fentanyl, overdosing fucking thug dies from ODN, and we make him out to have a shrine. Now we got a, a shrine that lasts forever in a fucking university in this country. And it's not even, it's not even Minnesota. It's Arizona State. What the fuck are you guys doing out there? I, I mean, I I do not get this whole diversity and inclusion bullshit that goes above all else. It, it goes above everything else. Uh, so anyway, let's get down to some shootings. We had some shootings in the past couple weeks here. You know, one was at the... The parade. Kansas City Chiefs had their victory parade, their Super Bowl parade or whatnot. And they had a shooting there. And they caught the one person right away who was an illegal immigrant. Put it that way. Just a pure shame. They didn't want to say the other two. They didn't want to say the other two's names. They didn't want to identify them. I don't know. They tried to say they were juveniles, and then they tried to do this. Here's what, and I'm thinking, okay, they won't release the name of people that are under 18, supposedly. And I think back to Kyle Rittenhouse. Did they give two shits that Kyle Rittenhouse was underage? No. I mean, it's good to know that you don't want to say anybody's name that's under 18, but why did Kyle Rittenhouse not get that uh, luxury? Why did old uh, Sandman, or whatever his name was, the one that, that sued the, the chief or whatever it was? I don't remember his name right off the bat. But he was underage. They didn't mind blowing him out there. What about the little kid that dressed up at the Chiefs game in war paint? 
They had no problems going after this kid who's probably, what, 8, 10 years old? So save us from the bullshit about going after underage kids. It only You don't want to release the names and of, of the shooters because you'll see the color and it's not your narrative. And I could yeah, probably say, well, that's racist to think that way. Mike, you're, here you go down your racist pathway once again. Well, how about what happened in, in Kansas City? When it ended up being two adults. And guess what? Both men of color, brown, black, whatever the fuck you want to call them, charged in the, in the, in the shooting at, at Kansas City. Dominic Miller and Lindell Ray, Mays of raised ones of Kansas City, ones of Raystown, Missouri. Second degree murder charges. Yeah, but they're you know, they're thugs. You could see them. They're fucking thugs. We have a whole country of fucking thugs that nobody wants to do anything about, and they're worried about saying stuff to uh, underage kids. Here, 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 the insanity just in that alone it should be enough to make you cringe, but people don't seem to care. People do not seem to care, and, and I don't get it. I also know that they, the, oh, I'm trying to find the words to say. Oh, the, the, they don't want us to say anything about the black people, the color of color of your skin and all this stuff. Like, it doesn't matter. They've been oppressed. They have the reasons to do that. I'm tired of making excuses, people making excuses for bad behavior. I don't care if you're white, black, purple, green, or blue. If you act a fucking fool and break laws out in public, guess what you should do? You should pay your cry, your time for the crime. Look at every time I turn around, there's a Waffle House fight. And it's always some thuggery going on. That start, there's not always just, just blacks. 90% of the time, there's blacks involved. I don't care. You can say what you want. They had a black college expo in Los Angeles the other day. And it was like a, a fucking boxing match. MMA, free, free reign. Boxing on the king of the streets or something. A fucking melee every time you turned around. They've closed now six more Walgreens in the city of New York because of the theft. And every time, maybe they're just showing, yeah, Mike, I, you can't just, maybe I can't just blame one color or another. But have some representation of other people filming other stuff. Because every time I see filming of it in New York City and Chicago, Guess what I see predominantly? 98.9%. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear the, you know, we've been oppressed bullshit. It's the same old crap over and over and over again. But you want paid. You want to steal everything. You want everything for free. You want to burn, burn shit down when you don't get your way. And martyrdom like with Georgie Boy Floyd. And, but, uh, you know, Chicago, the, their people are getting treated like shit for the aliens. And they're and now they're starting to feel how it is. But here we go. Go to Boston. 
They had, they had a guy this week speaking that wants $15 billion in reparations. He says, we want our money now. We built this country. We built this. We built that. I wonder if, if anybody takes history in school anymore. Because if you look back on the history of the world and uh, all that good shit, actually white people were enslaved longer than any black culture was ever enslaved. But it doesn't make any sense. And then you got guys like Rob Schneider who did a good speech the other night and it, it summed it up perfectly. So you want people in a state that are not that are not slaves and never been slaves to get paid reparations by people who never owned slaves. In a, and this is California, he said this, and in a state that never had slaves. Uh, but Boston's the same way. I mean, why reparations for what? For what? Being born? Yeah, well, everybody should get that. Then hell, I want that. I want that stuff. If that's what we got going on. I mean, it used to just be here and there. You'd have some pop-ups of these groups that are wanting special treatment and all this shit. Now it's every day. It's every day. He even got the guy, the, the famous uh, false alarm guy. The fire alarm dude, I should say. Jamal Bowman, what a fine, upstanding young man from New York City. New York, anyway. Democrat. He now says, quote, unquote, Our goal is to make sure the hip-hop community has a seat at the table as we work on federal policy. What the fuck? Does hip-hop policy have to fucking do with running the country? Do you guys realize you're not the majority? Do you, do you realize this? Do you realize that if they keep saying Trump's going to come in and be a dictator and a king and blah, blah, blah. Trump has more blacks voting for him now in this next upcoming election than anybody. Even your own colored acquaintances or people that look like you even they're getting sick of this shit. Even to an asinine statement like that, that you want hip-hop should have a seat at the table, hip-hop culture. No. No, why, why the fuck should you? I don't see heavy metal, heavy metal, uh, metalcore having a seat at the table. We're a, they got their own fucking culture. But because they're not a certain color, you can't play the race card. It's multicolor. There's multicolor rappers too, but I don't see how you could say hip hop culture. You mean thugs? You mean thugs that don't want to pay for bills and they don't want to fucking obey by law? They should have a seat at the table for what? For what? I I don't understand some of the. I mean, it's so far to the left in this country. It's, it's unbelievable. Now we know all know Fanny Willis or Fanny, whatever how they pronounce your fucking her fucking name. That was going after Trump and got caught in her hand in the cookie jar for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, you know, Trump's going to walk away from that because it was a sham to start with. Well, she got herself in a little hot water, but guess what? She just received the Black History Achievement Award and made her remarks in a, where she accepted this award in church. In a church. Oxymoron. 
I don't know how else to say it. She goes after somebody with vengeance and has no real cooth of any kind of a uh, real case against him. And when she gets embarrassed and is going to lose her case badly, what does she do? She gets a Black Achievement Award. That's the kind of straight-up stuff you guys are talking about. That's the kind of stuff that you're proud of. That's the kind of things that just make you jump up and down for joy, right? It's the same thing with, with uh, old Letitia James. She thinks she's won. You know, the, she's been saying forever she's going to go after Trump, blah, 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 and get this and that. Too male, too pale, whatever the hell speech she made in 2018. She's back there with her shitty grins, winking at old Arthur Ingeron, the crooked fucking judge that was in it. And she thinks she's got a life by the ass. She thinks she's going to bankrupt Trump and be the hero. Yeah. She's going to, she's going to, she's going to save the world. You know, you're not going to bankrupt Trump for one thing. He, if Truth Social gets merged into this new deal he's working on now, <laughs> guess what happens? Four billion dollars. So you think through, through, you know, but the, the fines and stuff, yeah, it might get up to a billion dollars pretty quick. But somebody will come along and put that money up, and then when he wins the appeal, which he should, you won't have a leg to stand on. You won't have anything. That's just me. But it, with all the violence going on in the country... Sometimes some violence gets left out of the news. And this one here gets, there's a couple a couple things that got kind of pushed under the rug so far, but this one was really close to me in my home. This was in Lima, Ohio, which is very, not that far apart from me. There was an 18-year-old white male Allegedly murders a 14-year-old black girl in her Ohio home, right? You're going to say, well, well, we didn't hear about this. What's going on? An 18-year-old white man killed a 14-year-old black girl in the house? Well, well there should be a, a raised flags all over the place. Oh, wait a minute, because that's not the way it was. That's why he didn't hear anything, because it was a black 18-year-old male that killed a white 14-year-old female in, their, in her home so never mind. I mean, you're going to hear it. Tweet, 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 crickets. I didn't even, I, I'm literally less than a, an hour of drive away. And I didn't hear about this story on the fucking news. I had to read it on the internet. It's, to me, it's, it's, and if you want to look it up, go ahead. Malik Dennis. He's 18 years old. And the 14-year-old that was killed was named Lorelei Sterling. Go search her name. You might actually see the story. But it's sad that I lived that close and I didn't hear anything about it on the news. That's because they're hiding the narrative just like they did in Kansas City because they didn't want to say, oh, it's two black people and an illegal immigrant? Ah, oh, fuck. 
It's the same as the shooting in Burnsville. You had two police officers and a fireman killed by Burnsville police. And, you know, the story is going to disappear. Why? Because the shooter is identified as Shannon Cortez Gooden, 38 years old. Guess what he is? A person of color. Not only that, did he kill those people, but he petitioned to have his gun rights restored in 2020 in relation to a 20, 2008 felony assault conviction. Didn't get it, but guess what he found anyway? So gun laws are not the way to go. Get rid of guns are not the way to go. They're going to find them. They are going to fucking find them. That's the way it is. <laughs> I mean... But these people got their lives taken away by this guy. And it's going to get swept under the, new, under the rug of the news very, very quickly because it does not, again, fit the right narrative for the left to go on crazy amounts of uh, oppression and racism and against all of us, you know, against the white people because we're so horrible. But the, the, the three people admit it was in a suburb. Guess where this suburb of Burnsville was, dude? Just, just for clarity. It was in the suburb of Minneapolis. Once again, we're in the shithole state of Minnesota. Guess what Minnesota is? Democrat ran by idiots that have a trans uh, state representative that wants special treatment. And you got Omar up there who wants nothing but Freedom of Somalia could care less about the country she's in. But that's what we're okay with. That's, that's what we're fine with because it doesn't upset the apple cart, except for the 70-some percent that are whites that live in this country. We're, we're just supposed to keep our mouth shut because if we open it, we're racist. I don't know how many times I've been called a racist. I'm prejudiced. I'm 100% prejudiced against stupid shit, against special treatment against people thinking because they are a color that they can do whatever they want without any uh, reparation, reper, repercussions for it. it. It's not white privilege anymore in this country. It's black privilege. It's minority. It's immigrant privilege at this point. So, so how in the world... And, and, it, and it's funny because there was a show on. And I watched the show. It had Al Sharpton on it. And I took a screenshot of the show as I was watching it. So there's this guy that's on there. He's like a hobo, a fucking bum. You know, they call him a, what they call him on the show? A grifter, I think. They called him a grifter. His name is Ben Crump. This guy speaks in Ebonics in a way... It's jumbled mess. It's not English language, I don't think, sometimes. It tries to be, but it's hard. But he wants to get rid of crime tomorrow. Hey, I'd love to get rid of crime tomorrow. But his 100% definition of getting rid of crime is to change the definition of crime so that black men aren't charged with crime. Wouldn't that be a fucking hoot? So you want to change the definition of the word crime so you can't arrest black people. 
That would yeah, that make your numbers look good, but it sure wouldn't help our fucking society now, would it? We'd still have uh, mass chaos, crime everywhere we turned around, and and it's dripping down into the kids. This entitlement, not just of uh, people of color, but mostly. I'm I'm gonna say it. I don't uh, get pissed if you want to. But here we go to a high school. There's a high school in Texas. Madison High School in Houston, Texas. We, this, this community spent $100 million on this school. And the other day, or a week ago or so, 99% of the students are minorities at this school, mind you. Okay, just for, just for clarification, 99% minorities in Houston, Texas. They staged a walkout of the school recently because of a cell phone ban. So you think, oh, kids are attached to their phones, Mike. It's harmless. No, not when your kids are only 6% pro proficient in fucking math at this school. When all the, the yeah, yeah, they're 6% pro proficient in math, but they're 94% profic proficient fucking texting and saying fuck off to people it was crazy all the people I see kids talking to their teachers fuck you fuck off teachers can't do shit and when they do they get held accountable but these fucking brat kids don't get these entitled fucking snoots don't get fucking any kind of reparations repercussions like I got reparations on the brain again then you got you know, while we're down in Houston there's a flight down there in Houston, Texas that was going to go to New York. It was about half full. People had, you know, hey, it's kind of nice. You got a little room. You're paying for, you know, paying for your ticket. It's nice to be able to stretch out. Until they, until they say, oh, well, here, we got some more passengers coming in. 200 illegals got to board the train for free, for plane, I'm sorry, for free, taxpayer-funded, Another plane trip. Trip. They got to go back to Texas because it was coming from New York. It's coming from New York, and people were going home to to Houston. Well, while they're in New York, they stop and get two hundred illegals. They and we don't like it in New York. We want to go to Texas and fuck some more shit up down there. And on the taxpayers' dime, they simply got on the plane. People that paid their hard-earned money sitting there, they got to sit next to these smelly fuckers that get a free ride back to Texas to cause more chaos for free. American government, which we all know, the American government bought and paid for by the, the working stiffs of the United States, right? How you, how you liking it? I mean, <laughs> and, and we're hemorrhaging money. Oh, this is a classic. When I'm talking about the country as a whole and the way it looks. Now, I, I'm not about, I'm not against uh, legal, legal, not illegal, legal immigrants coming into our country, doing the right thing. I know people that have. They go the proper procedures. Yeah, it's a, it's a pain in the ass, takes a while. But you get visas and you're working here and they know you're legal. Hey, great. Welcome to America. Let's do what I can do what we can to help you. 
But it goes sometimes it goes it goes beyond the pale, man. It just goes beyond. In San Francisco, they just appointed the first non-citizen. Non get that non-citizen to sit on the board uh, elections committee, elections commission. So Kelly Wong, she came to the United States in 2019. Isn't isn't legally allowed to vote? will be overseeing and creating policy for the San Francisco Department of Elections. How the fuck is that? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't get this. She's been here for five years, is not legally allowed to vote herself, but she's going to oversee everything. She's an, uh, of course, she's an immigrant rights activist. Oh, boy, yeah, I bet she is. Wants to educate other immigrants who don't speak English. He wants to talk to them about the voting process. Why? They're not legal. No illegals should be voting, which we know they will. That's the only reason they're fucking here. <sighs> Imagine people don't want to integrate by doing the least and learn the national language will be deciding on the future of American of an American city. She can't even speak the language. Doesn't really want to, I don't believe. It's insanity, man. You put this bitch... In San Francisco, it's, it's not a real surprise, but it should be. And even the people in San Francisco, truthfully, are getting kind of sick of the bullshit. I mean, if you, if you look at some of the stuff, they just... Protesters just recently dumped a whole load of manure in front of Nancy Pelosi's home. Is that too far for you? Is that okay? What do you think about that? I know the farmers did it in France and Germany. They, they spread shit all over Ukrainian uh, consulate or whatever you want to call it. But it's because of the, it's also because of probably Palestine shit. I know it was a protest. Stop supporting Palestine or uh, Israel or whatever, which we shouldn't give a fuck about. But still, at least San Francisco's doing the right thing and putting shit on her doorstep. I like it. it, it but the illegals now are getting away with everything too. So it's like all the minorities are coming into roost. They're, they're wanting everything. Anybody that's a minority of anything in this country is wanting it all. You go to New York City, which is a shithole. <laughs> this guy I interviewed, they had an interview with him, and he refused to give illegals money because, you know, it's because they terrorize you and they, they come up in your face and tell you you have to give them this, you have to give them that. People walk on by, right? Well, you can't do that with these new wave of, I call them terrorists. I think they're terror, terrorist immigrant combination. So the terrorists come in New York. This guy told them to basically buzz off. You know, I don't have any money for you. I'm not going to give you this or that. One of the one of the terrorists fucking pissed in a cup and threw it in this dude's wife's face. I would have killed him. That would have been my first reaction. Or I would have tried very much. But... You know, calling the cops would be your normal procedure. Cops 
in New York, I think, are fed up, and they're not getting any help from their uh, constituents, so they, they didn't do anything. So that's when I officially think that New York City and New York State has become third world. And somebody pissed in a cup and threw it in his wife's face. And we're not supposed to do anything with that. Now, I know this Hochul, she says, hey, we, we need you guys to quit sending immigrants. We need to start finding Hot Wheels down there in Texas because he's sending us too many immigrants and we can't handle it. So, well, you were a sanctuary city. That's what you wanted, right? You're a sanctuary city, so how in the world... Is that a bad thing? We're supposed to send them to New York, right? New York, Denver, all these countries, all these cities are whining and complaining now. And New York's losing their ass. People are moving out in droves. This Hochul doesn't want anybody to you know, come up here anymore. But she's, she was fine with Trump the other day. When, when Trump lost that lawsuit, the civil suit, she was the one that said, well, hey, you know, uh, don't worry about it. This is, it, it's not going to affect the way people do business here. Don't worry about it. Well, basically, you just admitted that everything that Trump did was okay and the whole thing was a sham. But you get your charge in the guy. You fucking let a judge rule against it. You had your AG fucking DA or whatever the fuck she is. You had them put the case on. You had, you won the case. They won the case with no victims. When Deutsche Bank, you know, they testified in Trump's behalf, and they want more of his business, and now you fucking banned him from that. She said, "Oh, it won't affect the way business is ran here. It's this, yeah, it's a one-off thing. Yeah, it's one-off because it was Trump. So you admitted that it was all a big fucking facade. You fucked yourself there, Miss Hochul. And people in New York are growing tired of it." And another, comp another company that's tired of it is Remington. Remington is a big gun manufacturer. Uh, they closed in New York because they said it's bullshit. They closed their doors and are relocating to Georgia because, in a lot of part, because of what happened with President Trump. The truckers around the country, truckers for Trump and other truckers, decided they're not going to deliver to New York for a few days. Now, did that really hurt them? I don't know. They they're, they're probably had plenty left over. They probably did. But still, once again, New York's setting themselves up because of the immigration thing. And the immigrants are pissed. The immigrants are pissed because they're saying, oh, we don't like it here. We want to go somewhere else. We want to do other things. We want to go to other, you know, other cities that are better than this. Too bad. 175,000 immigrants in the city of New York. And, and Hochul says, oh, our, our resources are overwhelmed. We need a break. Too fucking bad. Too fucking bad. You wanted this shit. Now you got it. So be it. And along with the diversity and inclusion stuff, you're, you're going to have to deal with it. The, you know, the illegals now that are coming in, you know, Texas, they weren't fucking around in Texas. And they got it pretty much sealed off in a lot of places. So now 
the smart guys that they are in the, on the immigrant side, because they're all men, you know, fighting age men, most 90%. There's a place called Jacumba, California, and that's where they're coming in now. And, and there are a lot of the ones they've been interviewing here lately are Kazakh, Kazakhstan, China, Syria. There was two guys that I saw them interview, that Laura Loomer interview, that had like military gear on from Syria. Why the fuck do we want them to come into our country? Why do we want countries that we know dislike the United States? And they say, oh, we love the United States. Well, yeah, you're going you're gonna to say that. You're going to say that, right? The immigration thing is just... I don't know. Look at it. And it's not just the United States. You go to Paris. And I swear it looks more like Africa than it does France. I mean, I know there was always, there's always been people of color, whatever you want me to politically correct say, black people, that have been in that country. But now it's like overwhelming amount. It's like third world immigration. You might as well just call it what it is. These terrogants are just, and they don't give a shit. It's, it's in London, it's in France, it's, it's, it's all over the place. But when they why wouldn't you come here, though? Because you got Piss Pants, who's just giving you, you know, automatically when you come into this country illegally, tax-funded luxury meals, no problem. Tax-funded health care, tax-funded housing. They're getting everything and anything. So everybody works their ass off every day in this country, sometimes two and three jobs, just to make ends meet, to, to feed their kids, to do this and that. These guys get it for free. But it's your money that you're paying your ass off, it's paying them. And you're not supposed, we're not supposed to be bitter about that. We're not supposed to say, hey, you know, these people are good for us. We, yeah, I hear the libtards in Colorado and in New York then Boston, they'll interview them and they say, we need more people here. We need more workers. We need more workers for our jobs. Really, we do. Maybe we do, but why can't they go in the legal way and pay taxes like the rest of us and not get a handout from day fucking one? Why can't they do that? They got this new bill, you know, that I, I talked about last week. And it's updated now. It's called the Courage to Serve Act. Let's allow migrants, to, if they serve in the U.S. military, and get citizenship with benefits. It's a new proposal that would help migrants an expedited path to citizenship. Require them first to serve in the U.S. military. So it sounds like a normal country from over there. That's better than nothing, I guess. I mean, I would have more respect for somebody that might have come over illegally but says, hey, I'll join the military for four years and do my military service and do my classes and all that stuff as I'm in the military. And then four years' time, yeah, one of my perks of serving in the military besides being a veteran would be that you can say I'm a citizen. Yeah, I mean, that, that's better than nothing, but it's still craziness to me. 
And maybe I'm wrong for that. Maybe that's the way it should be. But when you got executive orders like 9066 running around, 9066, it's rewarding these illegals that come in with $5,000 gift cards. So everybody's busting their ass to get money in this economy of Bidenomics, which he says is just busting, booming. The economy's great. The economy's... You know, Jean-Pierre, uh, that bullshitting us how great the economy is and all this crap. I know better, you know better. Anybody that lives for, that works for a living and, and fucking lives knows it's bullshit. But basically, when the Democrats start doing that with the illegals, to me, that's saying, fuck you. Fuck you. You're the bottom rung. You're a tax-paying American citizen. You're a fucking scum. Sit at the bottom of the fucking barrel. You're the, you're the dirt at the fucking bottom of a fucking shoe. You're useless. We just want your money and all your rights and the uh, uh, luxury of eating and having a roof over your head and stuff. That's, that's not a consequence of us. Pay your fucking taxes so we can give it to these fucking cocksuckers that come across the border illegally. And so they're going to be working. I bet 99% of these motherfuckers ain't going to work for shit. Not when they're getting money handed to them, free in, free health care. Then if you get you get a woman and get her knocked up in this country and the baby's born here, well, yeah. Your grave your graveyard it in. Whatever they call that. Grandfathered in, I should say. Grandfathered in. So about the the past three years we've seen this immigration stuff going crazy. And and it's coming to a head, but it's like it, it and then Piss Pants comes out the other day after he said for how many months and years now, well, give me the money. Give me the power to close the border and blah, blah, blah. blah. Then he, he sees maybe some one of his handlers finally say, hey, you know, it is getting fucking outrageous. You know, I went to my car and got fucked carjacked this morning, Joe. Well, maybe I should shut down the border. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'll just use executive action that you could have used a long time ago. And the libtards are really fucking saying this. They're saying that Trump didn't close the border down. Why didn't Trump do it? Well, guess what? There wasn't 20 fucking million of them coming across in three years with Trump was there. And he was building a wall. He didn't want to shut every immigrant down. I'm not even saying to shut every immigrant down. Some of them deserve to get a chance to come here. But go through the ports of entry, do it fucking legally. I don't know what's so hard... About the word legal. That should be the first word we we teach anybody that doesn't speak English. Do it the legal way. And have them point them in the direction. Say you walk up to them and say, I want to go the legal way. To me, you always say the definition of, uh, of insanity. Well, my definition of insanity right now is when illegal refugees, immigrants, whatever the fuck you want to call them, are getting, let's say, some of them are getting the federal assistance, $3,800 a month or so. And our people that are on Social Security are making 1200 bucks a month. So yeah, you can load their gift cards up for three, $3,500, $3,800, grand, whatever the fuck it is. And a guy that's 78 years old that worked till he was 60, 65, 67, worked 45 years of his fucking life, paid into Social Security, gets 1200 a fucking month. 
Make it make sense. That to me is the definition alone of fucking insanity in this country. I don't get it. And places just in Minnesota alone, like <laughs> all the, I mean, Minnesota just keeps popping up because everything turned around. There's something going on in Minnesota with some fucking Somalian or some uh, 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 Georgie Floyd lovers or some fucking transgenders ridiculousness or something. There was a racial, the other day there was a racially motivated attack. You might say, oh, some white kids beat up a black kid. No, 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 no. That's not it. It's Minnesota, remember? Bizarro world. This was a Muslim named Ahmad Jama. He's recorded himself assaulting an unconscious white girl. He's smacking her. I watched the video. He smacks her around, bitch. Wake up, bitch. Get up, bitch. Punching her, smacking her. And he just, because he drugged her so he could go rape her. And you won't hear anything. That's normal. That's the new normal in this fucked up society. When you let immigrants and minorities run the fucking show, that's what you're getting. And nobody on the right or the fucking majority is standing up. I'll stand up for it. Fuck it. I'll go down swinging, man. If, if, the country, if we're going down, I'm going to go down swinging. <laughs> fucking people don't get shit. It, you know, you got uh, Somalians protected by Omar up there in Minnesota. Minnesota. Fucking joke. So these Somalian illegal aliens, they proclaim that they love Omar. Of course you do. Because she's saying, put Somalia first. Somalians are going to be ahead of Americans because we do what they tell us to do. She said that in her speech. They love Joe Biden, too. And they're, they're, they're down there in a, in a migrant camp, whatever, in Panama, getting ready to come to the United States. They love Omar, and they love Joe Biden, and they can't wait to get there. They, they, tried, to, they tried to get in Texas, couldn't fucking do it. So they went to Panama. They're waiting it out. Again, you know, Minnesota's got brainwashing. That Lomar, I don't know how the fuck she's doing what she's doing, but she's doing it. We're sending all our money to fucking Israel and Taiwan and especially the fucking Ukraine. But every Tom, Dick, and Harry, like I said before, can come across the border. It's no big deal. This is a planned invasion of our... I don't care what you say. It's planned invasion by the Democrats. Absolutely 100%. Coordinated with the CIA, FBI, Homeland Security, Mayorkas and the crooked fucks that run that thing. They're all bad. There's there's Chinese coming in. Uh, Syrians. I mean, just you name it. You name it. Just walking in and just... You know... Hey, we got it made, you know. We're going to come to America and cause some fucking shit and get anything and everything we want. I mean, do you, do you uh, go to like some peaceful places like the Netherlands? You know, they had an incident, uh, riots in The Hague the other day. Because, and I don't even know where this country is. Eritrean? Etrian, immigrants, migrants, whatever you want to call them, 
They broke into the opera house there in The Hague. They threw bricks and rocks at the cops and set a bunch of cars on fire. Police cars. That's the kind of uh, tolerance we're getting from these illegals that come in here that should be kissing the ground they're here to see. But no, they want to run the shit. They're, they're here to cause trouble. That's the whole basis. And everybody said, well, if you say that, you're a racist. You're a xenophobic. You're, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, every time Trump said something about they don't want a bunch of Mexican cartel rapists coming across, they oh, how dare you say that? How dare you say that? Well, why wouldn't you say it if that's what we're seeing? That's what we're seeing on a daily basis now. And I don't see how people are okay with it. I, 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 it's so bad in Texas. <laughs> the, the Hot Wheels, Greg Abbott, is going to spend like $80 million, I think, of Texas money. That, I mean, he's already spent more than that shipping them out of there. But he's going to spend a much money. He's going to build a military base camp near Eagle Pass. Why should a, a, a guy in the state of the United States of America have to build their own fucking military base when our government doesn't stand up and say enough's enough. Now they're saying, oh, he's, he's going to say it now. You know, Joe's tired. Joe said he's going to use that, uh, he's going to use the uh, executive order. Well, he should have done that a long fucking time ago. Long fucking time ago. Then you go to Illinois. If you're going, you've got a minister in Minnesota, Illinois is just as fucking bad. Brandon, Brandon Johnson has ruined Chicago even more than, than Lightfoot did. All his supporters are starting to turn on him because they see what kind of a sham artist he is. A paid shill from the Democrats. Just get in there. We'll pay you this money. Just, just fuck shit up. You know. Get these immigrants here. You know They're going to be the ones that fight, us, fight our wars for us. So, they're going to start the civil war. We need to protect them at all costs. Well, this fucking disgusting... He's like Chris Christie Jr. Fat fuck. I and mean, I'm fat, but this guy's just a fuck. And he, his name's J.B. Pritzker. He's the Illinois governor. He's saying he welcomes mass migration. He welcomes this shit to the state of Illinois. Said his self-righteousness, he gets over, I will not join in the chorus of people in this country or this chamber who eagerly look to slam an immigration door that was once open to our ancestors. The legal way, you dumb fucking idiot. So, Hot Wheels should make a special shipment from Texas or this Jacumba in California. Send them all to Illinois. They're fucking good with it. Chicago especially. Send them there. This guy wants to toot his own horn so bad that he's not going to shut the door on anybody. Send them there. You got, you know, all these people in other countries that are start. They start, and it doesn't take long before they're unhappy and pissed off. You got to Italy. Italy, the Italian immigrates, immigration fucking shit is out of whack too. We're not the only ones. We're just the worst one. But Italy over there, they're saying the food is little. There's a little bit of food. and It's not good. No school that we can go to. The, the rooms they're putting us in are small and unheated. They're cold. The hot water doesn't work. 
Nobody buys us new clothes. The hotel's managers are always mad at us, and it's like, go back to where the fuck you came from then. Why do you think, again, my, my whole forte of this show, one of my big ones, special treatment, fuck no. Don't deserve special treatment. If you don't like it in Italy or wherever the fuck it is, go back where you came from and do it. Do your work there. Do your do it the le- go somewhere else, but do it legally. I don't give a fuck what you do. But how can you sit there and bitch and piss and moan about how now it's not what you want it to be? Too fucking bad. I don't want anybody in this country that's not here legally. But guess what? That's not all me. I mean Illinois. For one thing, that fat, that douchebag fucking governor, maybe he ought to look in his own backyard for trouble. And I'm not just talking about immigration here. I'm talking about this crazy mayor, this Tiffany Henyard. I mean, she's she's nuts. She goes into these meetings and says, "How can you how you look down on me? I'm a woman of color. I'm blah blah blah." And you know, this is some of the shit she's done. She uses money for, uses government or state, state or whatever, city, city money. Wow, she's, she's gone viral for comparing herself to Jesus. She shut down, she has shut down businesses that don't donate to her campaign. She uses money for vid- music videos. She hired a, hired a child rapist as a code enforcement officer, convicted child rapist, proposed, she's proposing a law to cut the salary of any mayor besides herself now, any mayor besides herself to 25K. She spends taxpayer dollars on Las Vegas trips and all kinds of other shit. I've seen multiple stories about this. Now, there's a local business owner, his name is Lawrence Gardner, he, he continuously donated to her. He shut his business, had his business shut down after he quit donating to her, seeing what she was doing. After he refused to give her money, officials claimed she was le- claimed he was illegally selling alcohol and shut him down. Just in her small village, this, this entitled... Tiffany Henyard has put the village, small village of Dalton, Illinois, five million dollars in debt, and she doesn't get, don't own it, don't fucking give no remorse, don't give shit. She argues with him, "How are you going to speak to me? I'm a woman of color." Because it's a predominantly black village, and they're like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on?" And she's like, "You're looking at me, a woman of color." And saying that I can't do this or that, well, I'm in charge. I'm the I'm the boss. I'm a rare, you know, crazy. And she still has a job. She still hasn't been voted out for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. <laughs> North Carolina, they had African migrant groups down there in North Carolina. They got a ten hour riot down there. During a cultural celebration in North Carolina. A lot of these places are calling these people cultural enrichers. 
That kind of about fits, right? So they attacked police officers. They set a tractor trailer on fire. They were armed with deadly weapons. Welcome to the new America. Welcome to Piss Pants America right there. That's where we're getting that all over the country. Not just California, New York, Illinois. Now you're getting that North Carolina. African migrant groups. What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I mean, look at it this way. They're coming here because they can, because they're told to, because they're probably getting paid to. And they're just running amok, and they get all the freedom they want. I've said every week I tell a story about somebody killed somebody or did this or that, that gets off scot-free. So I really don't know what more I can say about the cultural problems of this country. And, I mean, I'm already going to get accused of everything, so it doesn't matter to me about that. But here we are, nobody's doing anything to fix anything. It gets worse every day. People are like, oh, yeah, it's getting pretty bad out there. Yeah, it's getting pretty bad out there. But yet our country, does. the borders are still open. We're still sending money into everywhere else in the country, but instead of fixing our own country. The DEI is the most, they had diversion and diversity, Exclusion or whatever the hell it is in the, uh, I don't even know what the fuck it means anymore. DEI, it's the diversity and equality and inversity, version or whatever. I'm not even going to say it anymore. It's the the bullshit. That's what I'll call that whole thing. DEI equals bullshit for me. That should be close enough to the diversity and inclusion stuff is just making my head hurt. You goes back to the Super Bowl parade for a minute. You know, uh, a nine-year-old boy that was wearing the headgear and the uh, face paint had his name all over the media. Yeah, they had that. So the mass shooters, it took, what, three, four days to get it out. So who was it, who was it that sparked this shooting in, in, in the parade? I heard exactly one guy said I was just being stupid. That was his excuse. Ah, uh, you know, I was just being stupid. That's a hell of an excuse for second-degree murder, don't you think? Well, then you had the trans down there at, at Joel Osteen's congregation. I don't call it, I really don't call it a fucking church at this point, but it was that transgender thing then. See, if, if you've had people of color, you've had illegal immigrants, now you've had an illegal immigrant that's trans. So all three are the shootings. So they kept it they kept it under fucking wraps for how long in Kansas City, hoping to God one of them was a white MAGA. And guess what it wasn't? It wasn't a white MAGA. I mean you're not protecting them because they're minors, because of Kyle Rittenhouse and all that stuff proved that. So you're pro- you you're protecting them because they're on your side. They're on your team. They weren't the enemy. They weren't a white guy like me wearing a ultra MAGA shirt like I have on today. It, it, that just wasn't in the cards. So you just blew it off. 
Chipotle. Chipotle, one of my, you know, I like Chipotle. I like to eat there, but they went woke the other day with DEI. Because somebody uh, was working there and they misgendered a fellow coworker and they got rid of him for it. Some of these people you cannot tell. And if you're making an honest mistake, how the fuck are you going to get fired for something like that? Maybe there was more to it. Maybe there wasn't. I, I doubt there was. I really do. And it's, that this goes to show how fucked up it is. And it's, whether or not it gets better, I can't say right now. But this, you know, this, you, you think it's stupid for New Yorkers and all these people to give out no cash bail, right? We were talking about that when the guys attacked the police officers and they got no cash bail and then they got out and they skipped state, went all the way to California. That was pretty dumb. I thought it was fucking ridiculously fucking dumb. But Virginia, they got to say, they said, hold my beer. This is what they're doing in Virginia now. The Democrats are trying to release in the state of Virginia 701, 701 first-degree murderers. Yes. 77 more second-degree murderers. 556 people that were abdu for abduction. They want to release 325 rapists. Oh, yeah, fucking great idea. And 762 robbery people that were found guilty of robbery. So what, why, what the hell could go wrong there? What, what do you think could go wrong there? They just want to release them. Because it's overcrowded or they've done their time, whatever. But that doesn't fucking matter. We just don't want them here anymore in Virginia. Let's get rid of them. Because it sounds like, you know, a lot, to me, that sounds a lot like what Latin America and Africa is doing right now to the United States. They're taking their criminals out of their jails to get them from overcrowding and putting them on a fucking boat or a fucking bus or a fucking plane to the United States and coming in here and making us a third world country. Destroying the very country I, uh, that I grew up, I've grown up in and loved my whole life. Keep fucking it up. You keep fucking it up, and you keep fucking it up. I don't know how much more of this shit people need before they snap. And I think a lot of people are getting really close. I, I do. I think it's going to be an ugly situation before very long. It's getting bad enough to where this diversity and inclusion shit, where there's, I saw a TikTok and I saw it repeated on X. There's a TikToker on, I don't know his fucking name. I wouldn't say it if it did. I don't want to give him any press. But he says that Christians now should support trans right because God is trans and non-binary. God is trans and non-binary. That's what he said. That's how they think. They think that everything about them is correct. And nothing that we've lived the other 2,000 plus years was right. This all of a sudden, when they, they were born on this earth and started being allowed to do this shit, that's when it all became right again. <laughs> I don't get it. It, it even goes too far as 
teachers. Teachers are going crazy with the trans shit. And want to teach your kids in first grade that you can be whatever fucking gender you want. And parents are going along with this shit. Four, five, six years old. Madness to me. It, it, it's, it, I, don't, I don't get it. But these imbeciles are they're just saying anything now. It's like this group of teachers say that pedophilia is now sexual orientation and it should be accepted by the members of society. Just accept it. Come on. It's okay. Pedophilia is no big deal, right? We're going to teach that it's okay. It's a sexual orientation. You like young ones, huh? It's like you like big butts or you like you're a breast guy or you're, you know, you like bulges if you're a woman, you like, you know, black, white, whatever. Yeah, just, it's a sexual orientation to like, to like little kids. That's, that's what they're saying, and they're saying it with a straight fucking face. And it's almost condescending that nobody stops them mid-sentence and says, no, that is not the fucking way it is, and it's never going to be the way it is. But yet, nobody says a thing. Now, I want to go back to, you, you remember this girl, Allie Carter. I talked about her a while back. And she was recently back on the news, uh, two days ago, I read this, where she talks about being raped. She's a, a young black woman, younger teenage woman. She talks about being raped by President Obama, by Biden. Uh, she confirmed that Barack, Barack Obama and Joe Biden raped her as a child, sold to Joe Biden several times for sex. She confirmed that Big Mike Obama was indeed a man, and sexually, and he sexually abused her also. Has evidence, this Allie Carter has evidence of police reports and rape kits, CPS, the FBI, the CIA, local law enforcement, all covered this shit up. It's how deep the pedophile and sexual predator ring goes. I know, I'm a conspiracy theory, but listen, this person lived it. I want to give her the fucking respect of, of, of reading her story on this thing, on, on this podcast, my little podcast. So there's cases like this all around the world. This one was uncovered as one of those. There are underground tunnels throughout the, the cities that facilitate the torture and rape of innocent children. And if you've been looking at the news for the past five years and not have your head in the sand, you know the tunnels exist. Look under the synagogue not too long ago, the Jewish synagogue. The guy that was on uh, YouTube and TikTok and all that shit that drives semis for days in underground tun tunnels. There's a whole different world down there. And guess what they use the, that world for? Exactly what she's saying. It's already been confirmed by other victims, other victim survivors other than Allie Carter that President George Bush, Bill Clinton, and President Ford were all pedophiles, along with many other presidents and prime ministers. And you look at Prince Andrew... Royal family, he's a disgrace now because they, they know he's a fucking pedophile. Former Prime Minister Scott Morrison, a pedophile and a child rapist. 
the reality, you know. It's the reality of the fucked up, sick world we live in. Thousands of pedophiles in these high-profile, high positions. Pedophile child rapists have infuriated and infiltrated into every part of the world. Several former CIA officers, you got to say former, confirmed that pedophilia is how they control politicians and the people in high positions around the world. So it's all been blackmail, just like Ukraine. It's like, and here I close in, I close in on another conspiracy victory as I still remain undefeated. It's all I can say. Children who are being trafficked every year, they're raped, they're tortured, they got organs, they're getting their organs harvested, murder, shit exists. And she's saying it straight up. She even goes on to say the Committee of 300... The Committee of 300 is a member... Most of the members are pedophile child rapists. They control the entire world, which we call the deep state cabal in our little section of the world. The largest pedophile child trafficking network around the world. $150 billion business. Now, if you ever watched uh, Sounds of Freedom, we know this fucking exists. Evil. It's it's just disgusting. This Department of 300, the Committee of 300 has got to be found and gone, man. But then here again, this always goes on the back burner when we got a whole other fucking chaotic shitbag flaming dog shit on our porch here in the United States with the fucking immigration and the, the diversity and inclusion bullshit and some more shit I'll get into. All their names have been posted. Nobody cares. I mean, if it's never going to stop, then why the fuck are we... We just admit it and go on our way. But no, no. Sadly, people like this, Allie Carter, get ignored and get told they're crazy and get told they're making it up and get told they're lying. And if you've ever seen any video, uh, TV show about documentary about rape and all that good shit. What does the kids always say when they go tell their parents and their kids don't and their parents don't believe them? What ends up happening 99% of the time later in the episode? It comes out that they were telling the truth. I absolutely believe in the, in the pedophile ring running the world, the cabal, the deep state, this committee of 300. Time to eradicate them. But nobody, you know, we, we, we got so much other bullshit to contend with, too. Something's got to give. It's going to give in a hard way. Let's talk about the IRS for a minute. This guy I want to talk about, these fucking shady motherfuckers. You remember James O'Keefe? He was the one that had the head cyber guy on. Had him on, uh, recorded him with the hidden camera. A whole bunch of shit got out about like they don't like Biden and Harris, but they can't switch them because it'll look bad on them and blah, 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 blah. All the nasty shit we got going on in Washington and James O'Keefe did all that stuff. So this time he sends, it's a female that has the hidden camera and stuff on her. Talking to an IRS official by the name of Alex Mena. 
He works in, in criminal investigations in the IRS. He said openly that the IRS has no problem going after small people, putting people in prison, just fucking their lives up. He said they have no problems with doing it, destroying people's lives, he said. He said, he also went on to say he doubts, doubts the constitutionality of his employer, the IRS. He said they're using AI to access everybody's bank account nationwide. Recalls that uh, agents stating, the first person you shoot, you're going to remember. But after that, you're going to shoot like 100 people and nobody's going to remember any of them. That's the mentality of the Internal Revenue Service. Though the uh, service we need to abolish and go to a flat tax. He says, he said openly all IRS agents are assholes. He said they're the definition of an asshole. All of them. So this is a guy that works there and does it, is in the inside track. Telling us the truth about how they're spying on every little fucking thing we do. Control our money whether we like it or not and can fucking put us in the fucking jail at any time. They enjoy it. And if they have to come to your house to get their money and they have to shoot and kill you, only the first one stings. The rest of them you won't even fucking remember. That's coming from an IRS agent himself. Isn't that, isn't that great? Isn't that just wonderful? I also read a, or watched a video of another IRS agent that confirms that income tax does not apply to normal citizens. It's all a bullshit scam. So taxation is theft. Because she said the Federal Reserve is not by the government. It's controlled by the Black Rocks, the Vanguards, the Bill Gates, the Soros, Said so there's no need that there's we the nothing we pay in is used for the good of the American people. Nothing. She said this from all her years of experience. You think people are being sick of being scammed? I know I am. But she said income tax has nothing to do with normal citizens. So the IRS is showing their true color. More on more on daily. Then you got guys like, you know, George Soros that runs shit, but he got his son who's also dating Huma Abedin, which we all know her crooked fucking past. Well, he went over, oh, Alex, he's a big player, you know, in the, in the, the international scene here. So he went over to greet the Ukrainian foreign affairs minister in Munich, Germany. And, and this Alex said, we must not abandon... Ukraine. I bet we I bet you say that. Because they're money laundering machines in the Ukraine. And the people that are getting slaughtered in the name of uh Ukrainian hope and dreams or whatever that we know is just greed, sinister shit. You're okay with that. We just gotta get that money from the United States. We don't care about anything else. The Ukraine is just a fucking joke anymore. I'm, I'm tired of talking about it too, really, to tell you the truth. But basically, we're fighting fake Nazis by financing the real ones. So they, they, they're calling the Russian, Russian army Nazis and fascists. 
coming across. They're gonna they're gonna expand. They're expansionist bullshit. All of it's bullshit. Call me I'm Putinist. Yeah, okay. But here we go. The Azov in Ukraine is is getting all this money, and we're 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 supposed to be fighting against Russia, who has no Nazis, but we're funding the actual Nazis, which is the Azov. I mean, how how is that beneficial for us to pay Nazis to kill their own people, which we know they have? But even even if the fucking Ukrainian war would stop today, we will spend a half a trillion dollars or more to rebuild the fucking thing. Rebuilding the country because we're so buddy-buddy with the Ukraine. Non-NATO Ukraine. Not an ally of ours, Ukraine. Because they're non-NATO. We're in NATO. We're supposed to be allied with other NATO countries. Guess, once a fucking again, Ukraine is not in NATO. The contracts to rebuild fucking Ukraine are going to be bigger than these fucking war contracts we got. They're going to be bigger than that. It's all just a money laundering scheme. I'm not the only one saying this shit. I mean, I'm not on the ground. There's people on the ground saying this is happening. Raython, General Dynamics, Boeing, Lockheed. BlackRock owns every one of those. And guess what they're making in the war machine? They're making bank. They're making bank. And then they say, well, the 60 million, the 60 billion we want to give is not going to the Ukraine. It's going to our defense contract." which we will in turn give to BlackRock, who in turn turns around and gives it to our Democrat people that are running for office. And that's how it's called the wonderful world of money laundering. It's right there. It's 101. That's what, that's what Mitchie fuck, Turkey Neck fucking said about you know, the $113 billion we already have in the Ukraine. He was asked about it last year. He said, don't worry, it's not really going to the Ukraine. It's going to U.S. military contractors. And that's what they're saying with this $60 billion more. It's the same song and dance. Old turkey neck is full-blown fucktard, libtard Democrat. He's fucking the Republicans every time he can. One last Good old fuck job on Donald Trump is what he's doing. He has no conscience of it. He has zero remorse about it. You can just tell by his dumb look on his fucking turkey necked face that he doesn't give a fucking shit. But here, here was something else happened this week, and it was crickets. I, I heard this very under the radar. That Mitch McConnell, you know, he knows he's a shady motherfucker. Well, his sister-in-law, and she's an executive at the Bank of China. Her name was Angela Chao, whatever. She died in a car wreck at age 50. She's a sister of Elaine, who was the first American, or first Asian-American woman to ever be appointed to the president's cabinet and is married to Mitch McConnell. You might say, so what's Mike? She died in a plane wreck. Look up the, just look up the circumstances behind that. A little shady, if you ask me. A little bit fucking shady, but there you go. And there, too, coinciding with the Bank of China, Mitch McConnell's in the thick of that shit. 
His wife is a fucking big deal in the thick of that shit. And their sister, her sister was a Bank of China executive? Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Nothing to see. Maybe she was going to get smart and come out and say something. I don't know. But Mitchie boy ain't going to let that happen. And we're talking about Ukraine, too, by the way. Here's, here's a funny thing. Funny, but it's not. It's fucking sad and embarrassing. But it's the reality of the world we live in, and nobody probably heard a damn thing about this. If you did, you're lucky. So the United Nations has Security Council. The U.S., the United States, vetoed the motion calling for, guess what, an immediate ceasefire. They didn't want it. You know why? Because war makes money. War makes more money. And we're going to rebuild it, but we'll get bigger contracts then. But we don't want to rebuild it yet because, hey, you know, we got more money to launder. That's the whole thing. Are you are you sick of this shit yet? I mean, I'm fucking t- I'm tired. Of, I mean, here, here's my question for the day. Is the left right? Seriously, is the left right? Or has the, the right just left? And what I mean by that is, is, if the, is the left actually right or is it the, the fact that the right has just left, like left the fucking chat? They don't, they don't do anything to defend this shit or defraud this shit or stand up to this shit. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm talking in my fucking little studio here. That's my. That's the only thing I can fucking do. I, I can't even run for office. I'm not. You know, it's not going to make any difference around here. And I. I don't want to be a politician. I can't be that crooked. I really can't. If I was a multi-million-dollar businessman like Trump or Vivek or one of them, yeah, then I'd dip my toe in it. But it's and I'm. That's a serious question, though. Is the left right or has the right left? It's a simple saying to me, but we talk about money laundering, the masters of money laundering. As I've said for years, and people get a, I get a lot of flack for this, but I think NASA's a big fucking fraud. Nobody walks on the fucking moon, and here we go. This when the conspiracy is getting real deep and real close and real heated towards the fake fucking NASA boys. What do they do? Oh, this this ship another piece of shit up in the space, and say it lands on the moon. Odysseus, that's what this piece of shit's called. Had become the first U.S. spacecraft after it successfully landed on the moon, marking the first such mission since 1972. Have you seen this piece of shit looking thing? It looks like aluminum foil and duct tape. It looks worse than that piece of shit that India tried to claim was on the moon. And who did it after that? Japan or somebody? Oh, yeah. Now everybody's going to the fucking moon. Remember that interview with the guy that said, we haven't went back to the moon since 1969 because we no longer have the technology to do so. But now all of a sudden, everybody and their fucking brothers found it. And this piece of shit didn't even look close to real to me. 
with the AI-generated stuff we got, at least make it look more realistic than this piece of shit. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, piss down my back and tell me it's raining, make sure you get a good hard stream going, because I, I want to at least enjoy the bullshit coming down my back. You're lying out your fucking ass. You're gonna want more money. Go look. We went to the moon. See, see, see. Oh yeah, we're we're on the moon because it's what fifty-five year anniversary this year of the first moon landing. Full of shit. This thing's a piece of shit. Watch, watch it if you can. It's called Odysseus. It's a piece of garbage. It's a fucking joke. The only way that people say, oh, they always say, they say, the way we can do it is to, to vote. Okay. Here's a sign of things to come as far as voting. And I'm about voting too, but sometimes you got to admit defeat. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Because a technical issue, there was a technical issue that was causing primary mail-in ballots, which we love those, all across Nevada to be counted, to show as counted, basically, when the voters had not mailed their ballots or voted at all. So it's just tallying up shit for phantom votes. This, luckily, is just now, but History glitch has nothing to do with vote tabulation, they try to say. Which happens at the county level, wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink, yeah, oh boy. We're in for a good fucking on this election, too. I mean, it's coming. We're trying to resolve it as soon as possible, Nevada, you know, this, this Nevada state said. It begins again. And if we're going to begin that and we're going to redo the whole stealing the election... We might as well get ready for Wu Flu Part 2. You know that's coming. They've already talked about disease X, and they've talked about this rare other fucking respiratory thing that's coming from South Zimbabwe Island or something. I don't know what the fuck. Let's just talk about COVID, though. You know, 19, COVID-19. No lives were saved by COVID-19 injections. That's what this, this scientist is saying. Dennis Rancourt, Dennis Rancourt is a, is a scientist. He said uh, him and his fellow, fellow scientists found in their analyst, analysis, sorry, I can't speak today, that all-cause mortality increased every time the COVID-19 shots were deployed. Ding, 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 who said that in 2020? Hello. So, for every 800 injections administered, Rancourt and his colleagues concluded in their 180-page paper that one vaccine-related death occurs. So, one in 800. It becomes even more alarming when you realize how many doses were given. At the time of the report, there was 13.5 billion COVID-19 injections administered. Divide that number by 18 and you come up with 17 million COVID-19 vaccine-related deaths. Yeah. But yeah, and then what are they going to come out with this time? Something probably worse 
than it was before. That's going to be harder to deal with. Here's a Russian, there was a Russian statement on the U.S. future pandemic, which they all know it's coming. Every fucking country in the world knows it's coming. That's why I, I can't believe immigration is as high, because this is going to be a train wreck here. Probably worse than the lower, but whatever. The statement is the U.S. are preparing for a new pandemic by looking at mutating viruses. Wonderful. Pursuit of imposing global control by creating biological crisis. That would sound like, okay, Russian propaganda, but have you ever listened to the World Economic Forum or the World Health Organization? They say the same kind of shit. The NIH, we all know they funded the Wuhan gain-of-function research. Fauci's fucking, oh no, I didn't, and we know they did. We have to say this because I don't want to get in trouble. Allegedly, 37 U.S.-ran biolabs were found in the Ukraine. Oh, ho. Allegedly is stretching it, but we will say that for now. My question is, could Russia be correct about this again? Is America plotting with the World Economic Forum to, to, to just unleash this disease X upon the whole world? And look at all the, what I just talked about with the COVID vaccines. If that comes to pass, 17 million fucking deaths from it. It's a hell of a depopulation plan starter pack, ain't it? That's what they want, right? That's what Gates wants. That's what World Economic Forum wants. And the, and the, the shots that were owned and made by the military. That's what they're saying now. They're saying that these shots were owned and made by the United States military. All the COVID shots. And now saying that Pfizer and Moderna were paid to make it appear like it came from a pharmaceutical company. Now, I would normally be, okay, that's stretch. That sounds a little funky daily. But this guy's pretty involved in fucking vaccines for obvious reasons he has. And his name's Robert Kennedy Jr. RFK Jr. saying stuff about vaccines, which, you know, is the way he talks, the way he talks. Is because of a fucked up vaccine? I'm about to put my money on RFK Jr. to be fucking correct about this shit. Just me. You're going to make your own choices in life. I'm going with RFK nose vaccine. And it's funny now because a lot of people are dying these days. And you know, it used to be called when we said died suddenly. It was like almost like a code word for, yeah, it's COVID-related. A lot of times it was the vaccine. Sometimes it was just you got COVID and you died real quick. A lot of different scenarios in that case. Well, the words now, died suddenly, are banned. You go, can't have those floating around. Died suddenly sounds scary and dangerous like it is. But you can't say that anymore now. The new term is called medical... Emergency. What the fuck is going on with you libtards? That's the best you can come up with. That lame shit, and you want me to play along like a good little soldier? Fuck straight off. Fuck straight off with that. It ain't happening. No way, no shape, no form. 
unbelievable. And we just keep getting fucking lied to and scammed by our, our own government. The climate change, that's still a fucking hoax we know about. Nobody's buying this shit anymore, though. A lot of people are like, what? You guys talking like Taylor fucking Swift and, and, and John Kerry and he's fucking, you know, carbon footprint this and that. The jet set around on a private jet all over the fucking world. If they're really that worried about climate, why wouldn't they just stay at home? Why wouldn't you not have to travel? Fuck, do video uh, cast of your concerts, Taylor. No, John Kerry's not our uh, czar anymore, but I guarantee he's still flowboating around. On he had a once was a private family jet. So the biggest baddest motherfuckers in, in the in the climate hoax world are backing off. They're saying, "Hey, <laughs> fuck! They're found. We're found out. We're done." So to me, the COVID vac and, and the vaccine narrative bullshit, we helped crush that. And I think the climate hoax is next. And a climate hoax remains number one on my list. Well, number two on my list, right behind fucking NASA as the big hoax as ever to fucking hit mankind, especially in the United States. But you got the big boys are saying fuck it now. You got BlackRock, who owns about everything, and J.P. Morgan, who owns a shit ton, right? They're pulling funding from the climate scam investments. Massive, that's a massive turn because look at all major corporations and the capital funding are from the likes of BlackRock, Vanguard, those kind of people. If they're no longer putting millions into this fucking mule known as, this, as the climate hoax, then these businesses will just, they're going to simply drop their interest and in, in going after bullshit, nonsense. Guess what? I'll do the creepy Joe Biden voice for this. I got to do the creepy Joe Biden voice at least one. The tide is turning. Yes, the tide. It's turning. People are catching on to the fucking hoax. <laughs> it's all come crumbling now. It's going to all come crumbling now. But with that, you know, we'll just invent new shit to give our money to, like the Ukraine. Over stupidity, money laundering. So bad now, we decided we're going to build five new military bases for the Somalia National Army. Omar gets her fucking wishes. Build us five. I bet she talked to them and said, build us five fucking military bases because you'll do what we want and that's going to be the end of it. And guess what we do? We go out running. Yes, ma'am, brother. I wouldn't say ma'am to that bitch if I was on my dying bed. I'd say just kill me. I wouldn't say it. But, yeah, we're going to do it. Give them $100 million for five mili new military bases for the Somali National Ar Army. Who's, who's paying for that? Who's, who the fuck's paying for that? <laughs> the gift using the Ukraine funding model. Oh. The U.S. government in Washington is a foreign government at this point. I don't know how we can't, can't say it's not a foreign government. It's so fucked up. Everything seems out of whack. Everything seems to be fucking lost. 
I, I don't know about you guys. I mean, but diversity, inclusion, immigration, money laundering, being scammed by everybody, the climate hoaxers, the vaccine hoaxers, the, the fucking NASA, all these cocksuckers are just continuously, and there's the cohorts, as you heard them upstairs going crazy, but it's continuously bullshit. I mean, I want to see, I got some Fred X news here. Fred X sent me some stuff, and I, I wanted to get a lot, I got him in a separate talked about the giant man in the fucking ba the basketball game. We did talk about that. I had a couple of his on this back page here. I'll make sure I don't miss nothing this week. I try not to miss shit. Brittany Griner's a man? Yeah. We do know that. <laughs> what else do we have here? It's a great day. Oh, Mayor Adams, he's going to do the five ten thousand $10,000 now. That, that's, that's the new one now in New York. That Mayor Adams and our diversity-loving country that we're in, the city of New York, illegals $10,000 each with no ID check required, no fraud, no control, no restrictions. Please, somebody tell me this is a bad dream. Just tell me it's a bad dream. I thought 5000 And here I go. There's a, in New York, it's 10 It's just wonderful. New Yorkers, you're doing it up, buddy. You guys are doing a great job. Oh, here's one. This is this is a a great one too. It's the this mayor. The announced in her city will discriminate against white business owners. I don't know. They're having a big thing for Black History Month. I consider that okay. I really do. I mean, I I want to be. I don't. I I gotta be at least. I'm thought provoking. I don't just say, oh, everything's bad. Everything's bad. Everything's bad. I think that if you're doing something in Black History Month that you want to do it just for black people because it's Black History Month, I think that, I seriously think that's okay. I really do. It's like, we don't have a White History Month, but, you know, eh. That's okay, too, because, you know, we don't need, I don't want special treatment. I don't need a black, I don't need a White History Month. Oh, they got this, uh, this uh, migrant incentive program that I talked about to you last week in Boston. These people were taking them in their home. So now you're allowed to fly for people to come into your house under Piss Pants' new Housing for Labor initiative. <laughs> That's I talked about it last week, but it just keeps getting better. So these, I guess you can order two Slavic males if you need to move a bunch of shit. It'd be a little strong. Yeah, I, I want to know what it was like to be a black Democrat in the 1800s. I really do. I really want to know that feeling. I, I, you just can't make shit up anymore, man. It's like, how bad does it have to get before it's too bad? And I, I don't want to keep, keep you all day and all night. I could keep rambling, but I will not. So anyway... Ask yourself the question, just one question when you're sitting at home tonight or in a dinner conversation, say, if you're talking politics, honestly say, is the left right? Is everything they're doing, is the left is doing the correct thing? Are they the ones that got it right? Are we wrong? Are we wrong? Are we? I mean, do, is it okay to have, you know, feelings of, pedophilia go through your brain say it's just sexual orientation 
is it okay that you know we teach trans kid uh, tr people about transgender in preschool? So if they want to cut their dick off in the first grade, that's okay. I mean, is the left is the left right that we should support every other country with all this money? Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, fucking Somalian army base camps. Should we we should do all that before America because America's last, not first, right? I mean, just ask yourself some of them questions. Is that is that the is the left right, or has the right left? Because the right doesn't seem to be confronting this shit enough for for most people like me in my book. We need a hero. We need a hero to save the day. But they got 91 indictments against the only guy we know can get it done. Nikki Haley's not the answer by any... She's a Democrat. I mean, she's the straight-up Democrat. Vivek, not the answer. DeSantis, not the answer. It takes a man. It takes DJT to get it straightened out. But if it doesn't need straightened out, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the wrong one. Maybe the major, maybe the minority should be all hold the power. Maybe the minority should tell all the majorities what to do. Maybe we should just pay, go to work, pay our taxes, and shut the fuck up. Maybe that's what we need to do. Somalia first, China first, Syria first, Uzbekistan first, Mexico first, America last. Is that is that that's the the questions you need to ask yourself. Am I crazy? Am I racist? Am I prejudiced? Am I fucking stupid? Am I whatever? I'll decide that on my own. You don't need to think about it. But ask yourself the question. Honestly. Is it the left right? Or has or is it just that the right left? Simple, right? Hey, the Zero Hours vlogs, blogs, and podcasts on Facebook at the Zero Hours 23 on X. If you're watching the vlog, check out the uh, podcast on Apple, Apple, Spotify, CastBox, Google, wherever you can find, most anywhere you can find podcasts. It'll be there. If you're listening to the podcast, go to the Zero Hours Vlogs. All one word, all lowercase. Look it up on there. You'll see my my smiling face. And you can watch the video version of the podcast. Whichever you prefer. But please, hit that like button, subscribe, share. I want to keep doing these. I want a little more interaction. And uh, if it's going to be negative, it's the way it is. Now, I've had a few here lately that don't like my racist, anti-Semitic, homophobic, xenophobic, white supremacist, pasty white boy ass talking, uh, ungrateful. Uh, what was the other word that said? Oh, I, I'm a, I want the dictator to, to get in there. I want to be the dictatorship. I'm a fascist. Uh, I don't have any sympathy for the Palestinians. You're right. I don't. Don't have any sympathy for the Ukrainians. Fuck no, I don't. For the Ukrainian people, sure. The government, no. But anyway, I won't keep rambling. I want to thank the cohorts. They had their one little burst of energy up there, but they've always good, pretty good cohorts for me. And uh, Fred Excelsior, of course, my assistant, uh, 
information gatherer, silent partner, co-host, silent co-host, whatever you want to call. Sends me a lot of good stuff, and uh, we collaborate back and forth about good shit. So, yeah, always a good time. So, until next time, always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hour. Rest in peace, Chuckles. Peace out.